Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the big show year-end spectacular. Remembering the high points and low points. Of 2020. Last night, part one of the GOAT competition, the greatest of all time on Jeopardy. Last night, Ken Jennings had a combined total of 63,400 points over two separate games. Right behind him, my guy from Vegas, James Holzhauer, and I felt bad for that poor Brad Rudder. I'm telling you, he... It was a mess last night. Deer without a headlight. Yeah. Or in the headlight. Yeah, there you go. Uh, How many deers have headlights? Is that the deer or you? In the headlight. Deer without a headlight. I love that. Oh, my God. You know what? You're really good at traffic. Thank you. Really good at traffic. Maybe I should do some right now. It's actually funny. I like it. That guy, Brad Rudder, what did he have? He didn't have a headline. He's like more than 50,000 points behind. Oh, well. He's like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> See, is. but that's correct. <laughs> she is. That's funny. Sue Aller on. Say the Sue way. Traffic time. Hit it. You can sit up. I got a quick little game here. Good idea or bad idea? Oh, this will be interesting. You ready, Patty? Of course. Yeah, you're ready. Fran Drescher's sitcom, The Nanny, is going to be a Broadway musical. I think you know how I feel about this. Patty, bad idea or good idea? Annoying idea. <laughs> <laughs> Brad? Oh, look. Uh, the Nanny on Broadway, a musical. No, I'm going to go good idea. Good. I'm going to be positive on this. Well, the show. Why do you choose yeah. this to be positive on? <laughs> the show ran 146 episodes. All right, Sue. Great idea. I love the show. Oh, I can't see you know what? I loved it for the 22 minutes we would see it once a week when it ran. I don't think I could sit through two and a half, three hours of it. They probably want to use her irritating voice. <laughs> oh, well, of course they will. That's the whole point of it. That's the show, Scott. That's the show. That's yeah. the only thing anybody yeah, remembers the of the show. Uh, how about this one? An ABC primetime musical. Young Frankenstein. That's one of those live Ooh, ones. That is so cast-dependent. First, cast first yeah. time they did it, it was really good. And then it kind of went downhill from no, there. They had some other good ones, but that show in particular, so cast-dependent. I don't know. Brad? Bad idea. Jump the no. shark on the live musicals on television. There you go. Bad. 
Live. I'm going to go good idea. Really? Why? Because, uh, well, he's I'm a closet a, Frankenstein fan. Yeah, I'm a big Mel Brooks fan. He's producing the things. Uh, Christmas! The big show is on. Thank you. With the 2020 year end spectacular. The best. The best. And the waste of 2020. Doolittle reviewed by our friend. I'm talking about our junior movie reviewer. Harvey Blanks was there watching it. Let's see what he's got to say. Hi, Scott. Hi, Patty. Hi, guys. Doolittle. I've never seen Robert Downey Jr. play anyone else. I've only ever seen him fly around in the sky with Captain America and kiss Gwyneth Paltrow. Rest in peace, Iron Man. So, the big thing about this movie is... Dr. Doolittle can talk to animals, polar bears, parrots, ostriches, squirrels, pretty much all the animals. This movie has adventure, excitement, and some really funny moments. For all the parents that buy the popcorn, I think you'll like this too. It's a great movie for kids to be inspired by animals and have the thought that they could talk to animals one day. Scott, I know you will love this movie because I know you're a big animal lover. I give it... Four and a half stars out of wow. five stars. Wow. I thought it was really good. Bye, guys. Bye. How about that? Yeah. Ah, he's he's come a long way. Oh, he's wonderful. <laughs> Under the careful tutelage of yes. his mother. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to get a couple of them. No, no. Well, I got a man that toasts a bagel, I think. No, <laughs> Brad's got a problem that Harvey now wants to start reviewing adult movies. Not not like sex what? movies. What? <laughs> adult, you know what I'm saying? Grown up like movies. Like grown up movies. Grown up movies. Calm down, yeah, like Brad. Adult movies. Laugh. I love that line. What has he been watching uh, with you at home? Well, my wife, Juliet, brought it up, and she said, oh, maybe you could go see 1917. You know, it's a historical sure. movie. It's bloody. Yeah. And I've, I yeah, he's young. He's a baby. Is it intensely bloody? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's pretty bloody. Yeah, yeah. is it? It's war, Patty. Okay, so put your hand over his face whenever it gets bloody. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Don't look at that. <laughs> I'll tell you what. He asked me what I thought about it this morning. I said, you can't do that. That those are things that live on, like the boogeyman under your bed. If your mom tells you, <laughs> you don't a, get past the trauma no, of it. You at can't a certain get age. past the boogeyman He's under nine, the bed. Right? I remember. Ten. 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 You yeah, can't, no, ten. Plus, you can't trust no. them. See, I remember when Kathleen was like, I don't know, five or six. She wanted to see E.T. Yeah. So I had a bootleg video of it, and right. I put it on for her. She lasted till E.T. came out of the cornfield, <laughs> yeah. and she screamed and ran out of the room. And she never finished the movie till she's about 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I showed my kids Kindergarten Cop because I thought, oh, That sounds like a good movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was all about sex. There was Every scene was about sex. They had, like, one scene in the movie with kindergartners, and that was it, and that just totally destroyed my that children for life. That's what happened to that crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my amazing. kids were watching Jurassic like, Park <laughs> when they were really young, you and hear, they loved it. <laughs> if you can hear some of the tales yeah. that I hear every morning from her about her kids, <laughs> it's amazing they're still running around. It all came down yeah. to that movie. <laughs> and it, uh, you can blame kindergarten. 
Yeah, Nita Vito. That little bald guy had to leave the room. That little bald guy just doing his thing. Yeah. Manny, you all right? <laughs> nose rings and they stay out. I said they got they got nose rings and you trusted them to do things. Yeah. Early on, but they miraculously <clears throat> they turned out all yes, right. Somehow, somehow they're still alive. Not because of you. <laughs> Wow. At CBS FM, and now Patty's got to put on her. <laughs> on some other kind of face. Her muzzle face. So, do you. Oh, my muzzle. <laughs> what am I, a dog? <laughs> Earlier, we were talking about the dilemma that Brad finds himself in. He has this uh, buddy of his from Australia. He's a professional basketball player, he's about 6'10. And he plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. And Brad knows him through other family members. That's right. Yeah, I'm very close with his sister. But he made yeah. the big mistake of introducing Harvey to Ben Simmons. And now when they go to the games, Ben goes, hey, Brad, where's Harvey? Yeah. Oh, I, I actually don't think he knows my name. Yeah, well, I think it's, he's all Harvey. He, he chats there. They talk about video games. And, and he's closer in age to Harvey, I guess. Like, <laughs> which is kind of weird. How old is he? Maybe he's like 20, 21, 22. 20, that's so yeah, funny. He's only 10 years, yeah, 11 years. That's right. Harvey's older. 10. Yeah, they get along really well. I try to be cool and chime in. Like, I'm the dad chiming in. Yeah. I, know, I notice in all the pictures, you're kind of standing over to the side yeah, with the right. camera. Yeah, yeah. We have one great photo of Harvey and Ben Simmons. And in the background is Kendall Jenner. Oh, yeah, just oh, standing cool. there against the wall. Right. I've heard they're back together. Yeah, they're, they're, that's what I. That's see. not something I have to keep up with all the time. But I just somebody told me that. Right. I go, oh, that's great news. Yeah, and he's in great form, which is great. He's trying to make the uh, NBA All Star team. So, if you like Ben Simmons, even though we're in New York, <laughs> vote for him. He's or a great Kendall Jenner. Yeah, yeah, tell Kendall Jenner. <laughs> if you want to see her at the All Star game, oh, hi Brad. With Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Brad. Yeah. No tickets for Dad. Brad, where's Harvey? Tell him I'm over here, will you? Yeah. It's the big show year-end spectacular flashback. There's the story of Jaroslav Surifs. Oh, he's uh, suing Pornhub. Oh, why? Oh no. He says they're violating the American Disabilities Act by not having subtitles on their X-rated videos. Uh? Yaroslav is a deaf man. He says he bought their premium subscription, hoping it could get videos with subtitles. He wants damages and Pornhub to add closed captioning to its porno videos. Huh. I don't ah. think he's going to get very far with that. <laughs> That's my using guess. using a lot of M's. Right. <laughs> very good. Yeah, I mean, really, how important are the words? I don't know. I don't oh, get it. What do you guys yeah. think, Brad? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, uh, I've been mine, there'd be a lot of whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, baby. Yeah, sorry, baby. Tears. <laughs> at your CBS FM, while Brad laughs at his own joke. <laughs> Here's Sue. That's a funny joke, right, Brad? Uh, yeah. You know, I was telling Patty this morning that I said, you use Waze. Mm -hmm. Yeah, why? Because I've had a, a little problem there because there's a, another town near me has the same address that I have. Oh. So people and they looking for Scott up. Shannon are going to somebody else's house? Yeah. And I don't know who to call. There's not a number for Waze. Yeah. But <laughs> maybe you heard that. 
Weren't the Pinelands where they used to drop the bodies off in the Sopranos brand? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. The you bet. Well, <laughs> Pine people looking, people yeah. on the right. way to the Borgata in Atlantic City wound up far away in the Pinelands. Oh, my god! 70 miles away. Jackson Police Department says it just keeps happening. You know, they couldn't figure out why. That's because the Waze Navigation app guides them there. So they posted a warning on the Jackson Police Facebook page. But wouldn't you think as soon as you start driving on sand, you know you're not <laughs> you in the right rivers. way? See, I have a problem with Waze because they send people down my quiet block to get to the main roadway where the block after me is like the thoroughfare through a block. Yeah. Right. So I get very angry and I just keep hitting disabled vehicle police on my block as soon as I get home. Oh, jeez. Oh, to that's try to nice. disappear. So you're lying people. to people that are driving. I am. I am because it's <laughs> annoying. Oh, my God. Fantastic. That's why I don't that's use That's a story ways. you might have yeah. kept to yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You never let she's, me down. Zoom. She's a traffic person misleading drivers. <laughs> I have become that lady, though. That I lady who gets out of the car and screams going. at people. Oh. I didn't know it was going to wind up in a big crash. Oh no, nobody God. crashes. I just, no, I'm not talking about yeah. that. Never mind. Well, the Russian's still there, though, Scott. The Russian from The Sopranos. He's still, he's he's still down in the Pine Barrens. still in the Pine Barrens yeah. somewhere. That's where he's Somewhere, yeah. When he got away from Paul. I think I found my first candidate for this week's DA of the day. It's Sue. Sue? <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> Sue, you're in the running. I don't know where I heard this, but somebody was telling me that uh, I had a girlfriend from Florida. And uh, every time they were talking, because a lot of people were watching that uh, that impeachment thing. Yeah. And that impeachment thing. The show. <laughs> it's on everywhere. The show. Yeah, the show. show. <laughs> I think it's on in the background. They said they had a, the, the ratings aren't that good. Yeah. I think you had like total of all the networks, they had like one and a half million people watching. Really? Yeah. Wow. But people in Florida are more interested in those iguanas. Yeah, no kidding, huh? That's yeah. what my friend said. His girl, she didn't even mention the impeachment. She said, you're watching the impeachment? No, I got to stay up on top of the iguanas. Yeah. Because it's so cold there that they pass out. And fall out of the trees. Yeah, because they can't hang on. That's where they sleep. I know that feeling. And a friend of my wife's, a lady named Jenna, she works for uh, Wells Fargo. She had to go to a meeting in Miami she parked her car on the street, fed the meter, was going into the building, and an iguana fell out of a tree on her head. Oh, my gosh. I don't understand that they, they're in the trees in downtown Miami. I guess, yeah. Phew. She said she saw stars almost passed out. It's I such, can imagine. Such a big uh, animal, yeah. mammal. Yeah, they can. Those no, are, they're not mammals. They're not mammals? <laughs> reptiles. Uh, reptiles. Yeah, but they are... Um, they're, they can be enormous. She's lucky it wasn't anything even bigger. Could have knocked her head off. When I'm playing golf in Jeez. Florida, you see them a lot. Yeah. They look like baby alligators when you first see them from a distance. Mm -hmm. uh, they're more colorful, though. They're yeah, actually, they're very, very, they're very pretty, exotic-looking animals, but man. They don't bother you, do they, unless they fall on you? No. I mean, obviously, it's like anything else. If you if they feel threatened by you, they might bother you. Right. Well, they can bite. I told you they bit that guy's yeah, thumb off. Exactly. Kind of PR. Right. Yeah. I was trying to take a picture of one holding him by the tail. Boop. Goodbye, Tom. Bye. Yes. Hey, Louie. Yeah. I know you kind of have your own little 
jingle when we do the uh, movie. Yeah. But I thought it was time to freshen things up a little bit. Oh, boy. So we got a new one for you. Oh, no. I'm going to miss that. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I don't you know. Heard the new we one. use them both. Let's see if you like this oh, one. Boy. I'm at St. Patrick's Cathedral. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'll be seated now. <laughs> Service is about band. to begin. We loved him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's not yeah, I like my mystery clown weird guy. Here's today's. You like the other one better, that huh? Sounds like somebody's going to do a eulogy next. Louis, <laughs> yeah. Louis, in memory of Louis. Louis. Exactly. Uh, he was a kind man. He fell off his tricycle. Yeah. He got hit by the iguana. He won Best New Producer. His pet iguana jumped on his head. That was it. Christmas. The big show is on. Thank you. With the 2020 year-end spectacular. The best. The best. And the waste of 2020. I don't know if you heard about it or not, but they auctioned off Frank Sinatra's toilets. Oh, toilets? Thank goodness. They were gold. Remember they used to say uh, you can sleep in Abraham Lincoln's bed or this is where Frank Sinatra sat. (laughs) Quite often. Three gold toilets from the chairman's suite at the Golden Nugget Hotel in Atlantic City. They went for more than $11,000. How about this? Jorge Fitzgibbon. He's the writer for the uh, Post. He says... The assortment was also flush with furniture, lamps, and artwork. It's spreading, John. <laughs> You've started a trend. It's catching on. Well, I don't know how you do it, Scott, because today, look it up, is Thomas Crapper Day. So you... No, it really is. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, well, he's the, the inventor. This is Thomas Crapper died. Uh-huh. He did not invent the toilet. Why does he get credit for it, then? Because he perfected the toilet with the invention of the ball cock. Ah, I see. Yeah, be careful in that area. Well, but that's the, the thing. Uh, if you lift up the tank and look inside, that's yeah, for yeah. I know where it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, we're just trying to explain for folks yeah, who right. weren't... What did he say? Huh? The fourth Sinatra toilet, which had the gold lid missing, somebody swiped it, sold for 1800 Wow. Louis, were you considering going in on that bidding? I didn't know they were on sale. I would have. You would have gone for it, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, my understanding was the most expensive thing was a clock that apparently was spectacular. Very gaudy, but it was jewel-encrusted, too, which sold for more than the toilets, I think. He had a baby grand piano, went for seven grand, and the clock, which is one of those, I think, big long clocks. Yeah. Grandfather clock? Nah, it says long case. Maybe that was a guy's Not name. Not as big as a grandfather. No, it wasn't a guy's name. <laughs> so for 13 grand. Wow. All this stuff from that suite there. But those aren't conversation starters. You say, I got Sinatra's toilet in my house. People are going to talk about they it. They want to use the it. bathroom so right let me away. check it out. Oh, huh? I got oh, to go. Okay. Hang on for bowling trivia. Haven't had that in a while on the big show. Can't go around ignoring a major part of the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. For tickets. Oh, just because you don't bowl, you don't No, know. I do sometimes. Oh, you do? Then. I was so most you... improved bowler in my senior year of high school. Wow. Oh, I went from a 46 could... to an 82. Can oh. you bring that trophy in? <laughs> I probably could, actually. It's the, probably the only trophy I have. I put that in the studio <laughs> in here. Okay. It's funny. Um, I used to cook a lot when I was a single man. Right. I enjoyed cooking. 
Don't get, I love you know, that don't about Don't judge you. me. Uh, I Believe well, me, I am not judging you. I see you. the way you're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Crock-pot specialist. <laughs> what was that you had? You almost burned the house down? The Instapot. Instapot. Oh. You forgot to put the liner in, right? I forgot to put the pot in the in Instapot. The Instapot. <laughs> Into the pot. Well, so Trish was out running around shopping. Or, I don't know what she does when mm-hmm. she goes out, but she was doing something. Don't ask. So, and it was getting kind of late, so I decided I was going to make dinner. Right. And... At the same time, I, w- I made a batch of oatmeal because I, you know, I bring oatmeal into the station right. instead of carrot cake for breakfast. Now I have oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I thought so that you might... make that yourself. You're not just making instant oatmeal. You make a pot. no. It's got too much salt in it. Look at you. Go. Yeah. I so love I throw that. some raisins in there and uh, cinnamon. I make it. I make it very good. So very I got good. that going on, and then I'm making some asparagus. So I chop up the asparagus and I put it in a skillet. To saute it just a little bit. Right. And I don't like hard asparagus. So. Right. But I overcooked that and Uh-oh. it had a nice. Mm, yeah, then it gets army green and nice, mushy. Well, mine got dark brown. Oh. <laughs> you burned and then them. And on top of that, the oatmeal started exploding. Oh, no. It knocked the top off the pot and it comes all over. Were you at Sue's house? Yeah. <laughs> It was a rough evening. Do you br- was before you went bowling? I'm kind of lost on all this. No, uh, uh, bowling's coming up. Wait, Stand do you by. broil your asparagus or boil it? Well, I did both. I fried it, then I put it in a pan, I put some cheese on it, I put that in the oven, I then see. I burnt the cheese oh, too. so you sauteed it, then you cooked it in the oven, then you... And Trish comes in and says, what happened in the kitchen? <laughs> she says, oh, I say, why don't you help me? She says, no, you're on you're your on own. You're on your own for this one. <laughs> you got it all. And then, Cheese fixes everything, though. They and really... the stove is just a mess because uh, well. all the oatmeal flew over the top. Oh, my gosh. I always tell my husband, that's what stoves are for. You don't want them to look pristine. That's not real. Well, believe me, our <laughs> stove does not look yeah. pristine today. <laughs> Brad Blanks is right there where the action is, floating around Miami. I'll see how he sounds today because, you know, he jumped off the... Uh, uh, dry January wagon a little bit early. Yeah. John, Patty, how are you, Sue? Hey, John, hey, um, hey. Uh, yes, the voice is a little bit scratchy. I did, uh, yeah, I was telling war stories in my like, prime steakhouse last night at about 1 a.m. at the bar next to Archie Manning. Wow. So, you know, you, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It was, it was good. He lies down. He's a legend. Yeah. yeah he's Archie like, Manning's he's like a got god. a bar there? No, he's, no, he, was he was at the bar. bar. Oh, at the bar. <laughs> Big <Sorry>. difference. <laughs> yeah, you know, he didn't own a bar. He was using a bar. Yeah, I've been at bars. I don't own a bar. I got you. It's the big show year-end spectacular. Remembering the high points and low points of 2020. Here's the story. Recently, we had a celebrity guest on the show, a man by the name of Terry Bradshaw. You see him on Fox. He does all, you know, the NFL football scoreboard and all that. And back in early December, he was on this show. He was promoting a show he was doing at the Borgata in Atlantic City. And you attacked him. And no, that wasn't it. I, well, he misinterpreted ah. some of the host's comments. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So are you going to do a little bit about face he here? Missed he misinterpreted some of the comments uh, from people on the show. Uh-huh, you. This is how it went. This is the highlights of the call. You need to come, Scott, because I got you are a doubter. When you come to this show, I'm going to tell you, you will leave. My wife is sitting right here. She'll tell you. Well, he leave going crazy. I'm like, God, what a show. What the heck was it you had all over your body? 
shingles. Yeah, you're going to show them your shingles? <laughs> yeah, that's great, Scott. Jeez. Oh, my God. I'm just wondering, Terry. God. Now, one more thing. God. No. Yeah. <laughs> they, you made a lot of money on that, didn't you? You oh, did a commercial. Shingle? Yeah. Oh, I didn't make a lot of money. You ever heard of doing things because you just believe in them? No. no, I'm, I'm, no. I'm not like you, Scott. I'm not, all, I'm not about money. Great. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Terry Bradshaw Show, Borgata Hotel Casino in Atlantic City, Friday night. And they're actually charging for the tickets, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this guy, honey. I'll be, I'll be watching you for Fox NFL. I watch every week. You're yeah. the best. Are you coming to the show? <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough to sit there and listen. Oh, come on. That's going to be amazing. I'm kidding you. It's going to be great. Honey, yeah. he said, but we couldn't pay him enough for him to come to the show. Thanks. Who set this interview up? Terry, I'll see you soon. Come on by. Be getting praised here. <laughs> Come on by and see you soon, will you? I will. See you, oh, Terry. We love you, buddy. <laughs> he knows I was kidding. I don't know. He Look at Louie. Louie says he'll never come on again. As you can yeah. clearly see, my comments were obviously. Perfectly interpreted by Obviously him. <laughs> interpreted in a negative fashion. I happen to know that Terry Bradshaw is floating around in the uh, all the festivities there in Miami. So yesterday I gave Brad an assignment, track him down and find out, A, if he still remembers that, B, uh, and be sure and let him know that he was I was misinterpreted. Well, you kind of wanted the fences mended, didn't you? Yes, that's what I want. I wanted some asphalt in the big pothole. <laughs> you being the pothole. Yeah. yeah Scott, Scott it's not, I can't just find Terry Bradshaw. Like, well, arguably the biggest star down here in Miami leading into the weekend. People love the guy, him. People love him. And, be, and he's the guy that's actually handing the trophy to the winning coach. So wow. Like, Probably find. not good business for us to, to upset him. No. That's right. So, look, I'm in Radio Row, and you know, I'm getting interviews with people I don't even know who they are, and I'm thinking, thinking the whole time, Scott only wants one person. That's all I want. I don't care about any of the other people. <laughs> That's right. So I had to wait and wait, and I found him, and I followed him for like two hours. I followed him around Radio Row. It's two hours? Why did you just go FBI. up to him? So you I'm found hiding. him? I found him on an escalator. So when I... He couldn't get away from me. He doesn't move real quick anymore. Um, so he's got, got bad him. knees, and he's got the that thing on okay, his chest. Okay, let's not attack him some more. <laughs> so I said, i got to find Terry the shingles. And, I, and I'm scared if he knows that I'm from your show or not, because I am scared of what you said to him last time. You interviewed him on an escalator. That's correct, yes. Now, let's see what transpired. Terry, how are you? How are you, sir? I'm oh, just fine, just fine. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, first, I've got to say congratulations on the uh, the reality oh, show. That'll be interesting. Filmed yeah. any of that yet? We start filming in two weeks. Oh, no. Yeah. How's the missus going to handle it? 
She's a little nervous. Right, the good, girls good. are excited. The girls think they're going to be the Kardashians of the South. <laughs> so, therefore, they're going to have Mercedes Benz. They're going to have a, a, a perfume line, he agents, had. hairdressers. Yeah, they're, they're all know. fired up. Will your no. pigeons be in it? No. No. I got rid of them a long time ago. Gotcha. Well, you were in a drug stupor when I told you I got rid of them. Now, my boss, Scott Shannon, yes. come to mend the fences between you and him from yep. that phone call. Remember you were performing at the Bulgata? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that was fun. Yes. Yeah. He wants to apologize that he thought he might have been me. You know, I didn't know. He was so sarcastic. It was funny. But people were listening, and they were not happy. And I just said, well, I don't know why he did that. Maybe he thought he had to fire off at me first because I'd fire back. But he was so rough. It got comical. <laughs> You actually yelled to your wife. You yes, I did. You believe what this guy's saying? Oh, Scott, no. there are no fences to men. I thought you were hilarious. I got it. And the only thing that hurt me was I, I wanted you to come to the show with your family. You, you didn't want to come. So he said you wouldn't come. How many tickets I gave you? That's too dang funny, man. And uh, I think Shingle, Shingle's got a mention as well. Oh, yeah. Shingles, absolutely. <laughs> All right, good. Well, Terry, uh, good luck on Sunday. Are you handing the trophy. I am. Yep. I am. Glad I feel like I'm the peacemaker. In you this are the peacemaker. Yeah, Scott the, Shannon and Terry Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Wow. Brad, good yeah. job, my friend. I'm yeah. not sure he's over it, Scott. Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wherever he wants me to go next time, I gotta go. All right. All right. Oh, it's unbelievable. How else when, when his brain clicks and he remembers you? I heard the oh, exact my... moment when it clicked. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the light went that's off. That's Scott, that's where we got to the bottom of the escalator. Yeah. See, I thought you did that because you knew him from the past. No, I I've interviewed him before. Yeah, but you knew you weren't like buddy, Didn't buddy. Any... But you went ahead with the attack. Was uh, it an attack, Patty? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't somebody come by while you guys were talking? Yeah, we're going down the escalators and Katie Couric's coming up on oh. the escalator next to it. Wow. And she goes, oh, Terry, how are you, Terry? Oh, how are you? I love you, Terry. I nearly started to get nicked. I was trying to do my intense interview with Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, um, but it was wonderful to get him at the bottom. And I think deep down, he still loves you. All right, Bradley. Good you, job, my friend. Yeah. Thanks, mate. All <laughs> nice right. job. Today's mystery movie. Alright, now I'm ready. So, John, you saw your army destroyed and yourself dead. If you saw that in the future, as I'm sure you're seeing it now, would you continue to fight? Of course, yes! Knowing that you must lose. Knowing we can. All men lose when they die, and all men die. But a slave and a free man lose different things. They both lose life. When a free man dies, he loses the pleasure of life. A slave loses the pain, you fool. That's an ad lib. Death is the only freedom a slave knows. That's why he's not afraid of it. That's why we will win. Wow. What? 
Is that wow. accent? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That, that, that was Oscar. Yeah. That sounded just like him. Yeah, I know. It's Oscar-worthy. I was amazed. I apologize for the uh, visual of the video on this because... <laughs> Dino kept getting his big fat head in it. Well, <laughs> he blocked your big he role. My, I know. I've been practicing too. But that's all right. Really? <laughs> what movie was the clue from? All right. And by the way. Wow, is that a letdown? What movie is the clue the from? Clue from? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. What movie did the clue come from? Oh, is that what you said? Something like that. Let's hear it for John Elliott. Oh, jeez. Oh, great. Excellent. The two of you. Yeah. Powerful. John, John's got real quiet over there. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering. I, mean, I just got a call from the Paper Mill Playhouse. They'd like us there this weekend. <laughs> also, there's a, a Denny's up in uh, New Rochelle would love us there. So, Paper I mean, Mill's we've got a tickets. lot of opportunities. <laughs> yes, you fool. <laughs> now I'm in. I probably do the whole show like that today. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, Louis has come up with this live version, and it seems to be working pretty well. Today, who's involved today, Louie? We're bringing back our strongest team of Patty Steele and Brad Blanks. <laughs> I think we had a lot of strong teams here. Yeah. This no, no, a- no. This, you guys are the champions. You're so. my competition. <laughs> if you can decipher what they're doing, you could win tickets to see Bon Jovi. <laughs> Today's mystery movie. I love you, Jack. No. Don't you say your goodbyes, Rose. Don't you give up. Don't do it. I'm so cold. I can't feel my body. Rose. Did you feel my body? Listen to me. Winning that ticket. Don't feel her body. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. You must do this. Honor. You're skipping lines. Promise me. You will survive, no matter what happens, no matter how much shrinkage I have. (laughs) Promise me now, and never let go of that promise. Leo never said that. There's nothing to hang on to. (laughs) Never let go. I promise, I promise. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll try not to. I'll never let go. Uh Get off my float. Oh, my goodness. And now... For the most impactful moment... Louis Louie takes us home. Step to the microphone, Louie. Come on. Give Louis us the Dion. ending. I need the ending. Just the ending? You don't want me to start no, from the beginning? No, do the whole start thing. Start the beginning. And today's production... Every night in my dreams I see you I feel you I forgot the words. Brad. Don't you go on. Brad has more shrinkage. Once Don't you love it? No. You open the door and you're safe in my heart and my heart will go on. Bam, bam, bam. The microphone went off. I don't understand. I'll see you on the 28th, Celine Barclay Center. Woo! Hello, CBS FM. Oh, (laughs) they couldn't take it anymore. They were there when he started singing. (laughs) 
Hi, CBS FM. Good morning. What's your name? Paul. Paul, what movie were they doing? Titanic. Titanic. Yeah! yeah. I don't know how you did that. That's right. They butchered it up pretty good, but you still managed to decipher it, right? It was word for word. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't word for word. You both screwed it up. <laughs> and all kinds of shrinkage. Way to go, man. Oh. And Leo didn't ever say I got shrinkage. He did? <laughs> it was just, I think he did. I think he did you say that. You got tickets to Bon Jovi. Way to go, man. You nailed it. The all right, movie. all right. Christmas. The big show is on. With the 2020 year-end spectacular, the best, the best, and the worst of 2020. Jimmy Kimmel's joking about the bachelor's mother begging him to bring home one of the girls to him. Peter's mother provided what, I don't know where this came from, but this might be the most dramatic teaser moment in bachelor history. Peter, bring mommy an offering. It was so good last night. That is not good. That's bizarre. That's bizarre. I I'm have with. never said to my son, bring her home. Oh my oh, God. Oh, I got Will. Two sons that Will, Will, bring her home. Bring her home to us. Oh my God. And Will goes, which one, Mom? I'm embarrassed for all mothers of sons. <laughs> oh. Oh, there's Patty. There's Patty talking to Will. What are they going to do? Eat her? Exactly. Holy cow. And he's a big Bachelor fan, so he says that. We know we're on the right track. So clearly Sue made the right choice. Exactly. Last, right? Yes. What, to watch The Bachelor? Yes. I think you should go back to the voice. No. <laughs> she liked but that actually was pretty. It was pretty, pretty bizarre, emotional, yes. and, yeah. and amazing to watch. Nah, when you watch that, Ugh. you don't get emotional about no, it. No, but get, like, it's emotional you feel for them, sorry and you're for like, her. "Wow, <laughs> what's going on there?" <laughs> I know people that cannot explain why they watch that show, but they can't not watch it. Yeah, it's an Are addiction. they people that live in your house? I sleep with one occasionally. Brad Blanks just got back from Saudi Arabia. He was there. He was the guest of the government there. Yeah, and the Saudi Cup. The and horse the race. Saudi Cup. $20 million prize. Yeah. Man, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> but I stood, so, next to, I stood next to the winners. You of stood it. next to $20 million. <laughs> he <Exactly>. actually <laughs> had his own guide, yeah. an employee of the government there, and he showed you around, went with you everywhere. That's right, yeah. Had a handler. Yeah. So Brad asked a question. He says, how many other media people from America have you worked with? And he was expecting a long line of... What did he say? He goes, uh, oh, we've only had two. We've had Nora O'Donnell from CBS and you, Brad Blanks. <laughs> Rarified uh, company. Wow. We forgot the accent. <laughs> I love it. It's wow. pretty amazing. It was, it was. Yeah, he goes, well, me and Nora, very good friends now. Nora, yeah.
How about that? So, yeah. so they've confused you with a real yes. uh, media yeah, mogul. I, I met a lot of princes, and I got introduced to a lot of princes. And wow. Um, wow. I actually interviewed the the uh, minister of sport. Did you really? interview? Yes. I said, "Is this kind of like the Kevin uh, Kevin Costner movie? If you build it, they will come." Field of Dreams. <laughs> and he, he didn't get that joke. And no, of course, <laughs> he has no idea what I, you're talking then about. Then I asked him if I could come over and be a part of their camel racing, and he said, "You would be too big." Too yeah, big. yeah, too poor big. camels. Yes. Nora O'Donnell was fine. You too yes, big. Too big. <laughs> However, they speak. I think I'm. I think I'm in. Japan. You have the same accent yeah. for everybody. That's it's okay. Right. That's, all, that's <laughs> what I always do. <laughs> big show Friday night. Louis' dream actually came true, <laughs> and you said it was better than you thought it would be. I couldn't even imagine what it was going to be like, and it was better than that. He'd never been to it before. <laughs> it's so weird, though. I mean, if you go to a lot of rock and roll concerts, right, and you see how people act, yeah, you know, I mean, if you see like the Stones or, you know, Police or whatever, yeah. right, whenever you're a cup of tea, you see people, you know, jumping He's up and down and shouting, screaming Here's things. Celine yeah. Dion is uh, singing a ballad, a yeah. beautiful ballad with a full orchestra, right, and the people are out there waving and singing along. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Now you said you spotted Louis. Yeah, yeah, he uh, posted a video. Wow, how did you spot me? <laughs> so many people in that arena. Well, yeah. did you take the video? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's Selena in her red dress. and um, Celine, not Selena. Celine, Celine in her gone, red dress. And then this happened. That's that was you. not me. That no, that you. was so you. That was Put not that me. microphone down there <laughs> Sorry, closer to the speaker. <laughs> okay, wait a second. Run that one more time. Okay, That's wait. him. Wasn't no, me. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you got it? I, I, oh, what happened? <laughs> Never mind. Never I should, mind. Thank I should that. know better than that. <laughs> By now. I, I got know. it once. But <laughs> oh, I'm for I really thought you had great seats because he videoed the whole thing. On yeah. The right on the you side of the right stage. There. And she had that red dress on. She wore that thing out. She looked at me three times. Yeah. Look at you. Did she do any of the stuff that she did in her Vegas shows, like all the stuff hanging from the ceiling and swinging? And no, 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 none of that. No, no she no. it was pretty tame in terms of movement. She's oh really, no, she was all over the place. Yeah, she yeah, but really she wasn't like hanging from the ceiling. Or okay, she really like owns the stage. Yeah. It's amazing because when I saw her, the stage was so ginormous. I thought there's this little person there, but she was. Every inch of that stage. It was a very covered. large stage. That's yeah. why I, I had close seats because on the right side, it came all the way out. But the problem wow. is you had good shots of her rear end most of the time. You were what there is it. She's extremely slender. Yeah. <laughs> Not she much of good. a butt. I don't know what you're talking about. She turns sideways. She weighs about, what, 109 pounds, something like that? Oh. And the show is so good, She's I got myself a tote bag. Oh, my gosh. So now I, I could carry my groceries in a Celine Dion courage. Oh, but that's bag. a very manly looking bag for a Celine Dion. No, it's Dion. not. What yes, it is. It's black with white letters it's and a little red. It's a Celine Dion like Okay, don't patty. read it, and it looks manly. <laughs> Put my it's, in there. it's not it's, glittery. There's no it such thing glitter. as Wait, a manly looking. It says courage on it. You're right. Hey, I'm trying to help the environment. John, do you have one of those Celine Dion tote bags? I... Cherish my Edie Gourmet fanny pack. <laughs> I can't believe it. That is amazing. It's the big show year in spectacular. Playing back the highlights and lowlights of 2020. How about this guy from Ohio? What's he giving up for Lent? <laughs> Everything but beer. Oh, my. <laughs> 
guy by the name of... That's a stand-up guy. guy by the name of Del Hall made headlines last year when he lost 44 pounds in 46 days on his beer-only diet. What? Yep. (laughs) Only beer, no How's solid he get his food. Protein. I don't know. Ah, who, who needs protein? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. He's gonna set the all-time record for Guinness World Records. How about this? He He's says, not doing it in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I, I see <laughs> Brad's gears turning. Yeah, right. <laughs> he says this is a Good sign diet. of sheer willpower. I gotta prove it to myself that I can do it. Willpower. He's gonna go fifty days. Ooh, that doesn't sound healthy. On the beer diet. Ooh. Oh, there's. Well, you've got hops. That's your vegetable. Yes, yeah. <laughs> not barley. A, not a very good <laughs> vegetable, Patty. I know. <laughs> How about that, Brad? That's crazy. No, what a diet for him. Well, mm-hmm. he won't be dehydrated. He lost forty-four yeah. pounds in forty-six days. Now that by itself is not that healthy. Yeah, but. He's still alive. Oh, I reckon he could he's die st- from this, couldn't he? It, like, it would seem that it wouldn't be a good idea. No. Do you think he's got a, you know, a doctor involved in this? Doubt it. Nope. What doctor would put his yeah. name on that? Yeah. Dr. Dr. Brad? Corona. <laughs> we were talking Dr. about <laughs> What about Placido Domingo? How about that guy? He came out with a, uh, a statement Thursday before last. Mm-hmm. What's Placido doing? Well, he's he's had numerous women. I think it's like 27, maybe 37, accuse him of uh, sexual misconduct. Right. So he came out with a, I'm sorry, the statement was last Tuesday, the first Mm -hmm. statement. Right. And he said, I don't don't know, I've never done anything like this, but uh, I apologize if anybody was offended. And then by I apologize third, for something I never yeah. did. Well, I've seen that happen before. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. But then he came out on Thursday with a new statement. Mm-hmm. He said, I accept full responsibility for my actions, and I've grown from this experience. In two days. Did he sing his statement? <laughs> Mr. Mr. I'm on as school as I mean. Right. That Mr. Domingo's <laughs> spokeswoman, Nancy Seltzer, offered no comment on reconciling the two statements. Well, that's not much of a spokesperson if you offer no comment. You're not speaking. Well, there's not much she can say that makes any sense, Patty. Not much anything. I'll be speaking for him. I have nothing to say. (laughs) I plead the fifth. You can quote me. Right, (laughs) exactly. You can quote me on that. I've got none to say. (laughs) As we mentioned earlier, the famous James Lipton passed away. Got his start in radio, but he became an actor, acting teacher, screenwriter, and he was uh, the guy who made Inside the Actor's Studio. He passed away at 93. Now, Brad Blanks, the our connection to the superstar. To everybody. Of the world. He's talked to everyone. <laughs> you actually found him back in what year? Yeah, but I, I'd interview James Lipton probably three or four times a year for all the time. He's always at red carpets. He's, he's a film you know, student still, as much as a teacher. So, And he always loved Bradley Cooper. Right. So as Bradley Cooper was becoming a superstar through the Hangover movies, James would go to his red carpets and was very proud. Oh, he said of, this was his favorite, yeah. favorite and interview. The, and this interview was at uh, the Hangover 2. Premiere in uh, 2011. All right. Hello, Mr. Lipton. How are you, sir? Um, now, obviously, uh, you taught Bradley Cooper, so 
coming out onto the red carpet for the Hangover 2 would mean a lot for you as a teacher. Means every, I, was, I was his dean, in fact. I'm not a teacher. I was his dean, and I graduated in 2000, and uh, it means the world to me. Now, in the uh, second movie, this one tonight, there's apparently uh, a lot of uh, penis shots. You handle that as a film lover? Do I handle the penis? No, <laughs> not actually handle, but you handle watching Whoa, the penis. Got you. Um, well, if they're willing, I'm willing. I, I, I would rather it were a lady, but what the heck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, what you. are you doing with your career? Well, this, in fairness, was nine years ago. Talking to Mr. Lipton like that. He picked up what I was throwing down. I'll say he shocked you by his answer. Yeah. He went right along with it. It's the big show year-end spectacular. Remembering the high points and low points of 2020. I was just reading an article about there's a whole new genre of porn that's all coronavirus-based about, you know, I'm not going to use the words, but <laughs> very Honey, sexy moms hands? in hazmat suits. And I was like, <laughs> what? I like that when you say very sexy moms. We all know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, right. But, you know. Very good. Yeah. So uh, I, it's just, it's crazy. We are just. Everywhere you look. We're lemmings. We just follow it all. Everywhere it's, you look, there's some aspect of this. They, uh, they have a, in the building we're in, they now have a guy whose job it is to spray and wipe the doors downstairs when you come in the building. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a relief, actually. No, I know. But I'm he's not, always done I that. I think it's great, but not like they are not now. Not as much yes. as they are now. They have one of those revolving kind of doors where you walk through, right. and he's in there going through there and spraying it and all the... I know, and they have Purell by the elevator banks. Yeah. 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 It's wise. I mean, it's yeah, that sure. simple. Yesterday, I was getting money out of the ATM, and I was pressing the buttons, and I was like, oh, my God, I just infected my finger, and I'm rubbing my finger all over me, and I'm like, no, well, my clothes are infected. Idea. That's a really good idea. Wait, lick it off. Wait, no. Yeah. I'll scratch your eye while you're at it. The guy who won is Ron, Ron Joy. He's from Rockland County, and while we were chatting with him, he says, you and I have something in common. I said, what's that? He said, we're both in the Hall of Fame. But I his th- is a different one. I thought maybe he was an old radio DJ, that somebody famous, and he yeah. said, no, it's a different Hall of Fame, right? Of course. Which one are you in? The White Castle Cravers Hall of Fame. Yes. <laughs> and as fate would have it. Louie Louie. Louie Louie also in the same Hall of Fame. I'm a fellow Hall of Famer. Yes, Ron. There you go. How so wait, you-, you guys have to submit stories. What was your story, Ron? Uh, we ran the New York City Marathon for a 9-11 charity in 2010. Mm-hmm. And on the way past 102nd Street, I was hungry and we veered into White Castle. <laughs> I went to the drive through not knowing that there were no cars there and nobody was helping me. And then I went inside. I had my bib on, and the guy in front of me, he looked at me, and he goes, you're running the marathon? I said, yeah. He goes, you're going to eat this? I said, yeah. He and goes, then you're run? not finishing the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Did you finish? Yeah. Of course I did. Wow. All right. That's a silly question, Patty. Well, you're talking to Ron Joy from the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Louie, what did you do to get in? So I'm a member of the 2008 Hall of Fame. Back in 2007, my best friend Richie moved to Hawaii. Uh-huh. So we threw him a party, and we did it in the uh, White Castle parking lot. So we <laughs> took it over the whole parking lot without asking them, by the way. Yeah. We closed off the entrances. Oh. We gave out reservations. We had a valet in the front. 
and we put out the tables in the back of her. And they wow. were okay with it? We, we ordered three uh, Crave Crates, which is 100 each, 300 burgers. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 300 burgers. And oh, we just took it. This was all night. We, like, we started at midnight. put you right in. I got in. There, there you I go. Got in. What do you get for that? Anything? Uh, a pin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little lapel pin. Oh, is yeah. there any kind of meeting or get-together coming up, Ron? Well, I think the 100th year is coming up in a couple of years. I think they should fly us all out to White Castle HQ again. Yes. The same yeah. Yeah. <laughs> White Castle <laughs> HQ. Where yes. is that? Ron, Ohio. Ohio. No. Alice Congrats. Cooper's a member, too. He is? Oh. Yes, he is. We're an elite group. They asked him what's better, being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the... White Castle Hall of Fame, and he looked at Jamie Richardson, who's Mr. White Castle, and he said, well, there's really no comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Right. White Castle. Right, He's the best guy. I like Ron. He needs to call more often. Yeah. Great. Check in White Castle week, segment. We'll see you later, buddy. Okay. Thank you. All right. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> the White Castle Cravers Hall of Fame. Who knew? I don't like to go see movies that are musicals. And not even crazy about Broadway shows. Occasionally, I'll, you know, bite my tongue, go see one. But my wife tricked me and a friend, and his wife tricked me, and a buddy of mine got us to go see The Greatest Showman. And they didn't tell us it was a musical. Well, I'm sitting there. So, and who would suspect? Because how many musical movies are there? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like... sitting there, and I'm looking over my friend. He goes, he goes Oh, damn it. Why didn't they tell us? And by the way, it turned out to be a great movie. You loved it. Remember, the soundtrack stayed on the charts, on the album charts, forever. Forever. It was crazy. But, Top uh, of the charts it hit. The time I actually spent some, you know, some quality time with him, we both were involved in a celebrity golf tournament out in Long Island at Shinnecock, which is a very prestigious golf course, and it will bring the best golfer. It will humble anyone who plays as crappy as I do. And Hugh Jackman's even worse than me, but he was telling a story about, I've done this before, but it just because it's his birthday, I'll tell it again. He was in The Boy from Oz, a great Broadway show about the yeah. life of Peter Allen, mm -hmm. who was a, a very, very talented uh, Broadway actor who happened to be gay, and he played Peter Allen in this show. And he said it was opening night, and there was a scene where he had to bend this guy over and give him a big, passionate kiss. Right. And he had him, he cradled him gently in his arms and bent him over and he started to kiss him. And some guy in the audience yelled, Don't do it, Wolverine! <laughs> <laughs> and the place, he said, I almost dropped the guy. He, he almost <laughs> dropped him on the stage. But you can imagine him telling that much funnier uh, than me telling no. It's the big show year-end spectacular flashback. Collins kicking out his ex-wife from his mansion in Miami. It's weird because they were married, they divorced, and then were divorced for what, like eight years or so? Yeah, he had then that big Dana Tyler relationship. He was involved with, uh, yeah, the news anchor here. I mean, lived with her for all that time. And then he leaves her and goes back to the wife, the ex-wife. I know they didn't get remarried, but I don't think, but they... Um... Listen, I was talking to my friend Dino recently. Yes. And I was warning him. About his ex-wife? No, oh, no, about, about his search for a girlfriend. I know, he's 24. <laughs> and uh, I was explaining to him that uh, when I was a kid, I was there just a day of reckoning. I realized one day that 
just because a woman happens to be attractive, or as guys say she's really hot, they can be just as wacky. As really, and that's not true. true with men, huh? No, no. Not, well, him and I don't have to deal. You know, I never dealt with a guy. I never went so out with a guy. So feel free to say people. <laughs> All right. People. Just because a person is attractive doesn't yeah. make them sane. <laughs> It's like I'm in school. I got a school monitor over there watching everything I do. Well, somebody's got to stand up for us. I understand that. I appreciate that. Thank you, Patty. Yesterday, the first memo went out. Mm-hmm. And I said, congratulations, big show number one in the morning. For like all, the second month in a row. All categories. Congratulations. Even bigger number one than we were last month. Right. And then I'm just... Bouncing around the house. Happy Two hours later. <laughs> yes, happy. Two hours, 11 minutes later, I get an update from James Ryan. I laughed when I saw that email. Program director. <laughs> he said, well, uh, we got a little problem here. And it only affects one show. <laughs> right. No one else. Nobody well, actually, two else. shows, in fairness. Oh, NPR as well. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, they're not here. Right. <laughs> so what happened is the, the people at the ratings place, the company, this well-established company, Cute. I better not say their name, or uh, I guess I could, but they made a mistake and they forgot to include headphone listeners. They just learned how to do that. They just came up with that idea. They found I'd out. I'd like how to, to know more about it. I don't know how they do that. But. Well, I don't think they're going to tell us. No. A couple of yo-yo DJs. But <laughs> so they said uh, there's been a slight change, but it only affects one station. There's got to be 60 morning shows in New York City. Uh, and in fairness, and it, it really only affects you, not me. <laughs> what I'm do you kidding. mean? I'm kidding. You're in there too. So. They said because of the fact we forgot to to compute in the number of people listening with headphones, Mm -hmm. it's a new deal they just came up with. They're so proud of themselves over there. And they said it's only affecting, it's not going to make a lot of difference. Only one show is affected, and it's this show. Right. We fell from number one to number two. By a tenth of a point. (laughs) One tenth of a point. Because the people who listen to NPR have headphones. <laughs> so who gets the big green weenie? Us. How about that? Oh, Two hours, Lord. 11 minutes after we were celebrating, all of a sudden, I got a congratulatory note from our friend Broadway Bill Lee. Oh, yes, and we were mentioned in the sales meeting about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> big deal. Very happy. Whoop, 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 whoop. Wait a minute. So anyway, congratulations to the NPR. I don't even know who the hell's on in the morning at NPR. Okay, well. I mean, I know Elvis. I don't need, I don't need to add to this, so I won't say. <laughs> yeah, you know probably. Anyway, because you snoop buckets, you know all that stuff over there. You know probably know people who listen with headphones. I do. <laughs> yep, I knew it. Shannon in the morning radio show, number one with people who don't wear headphones. <laughs> I can't believe that. That was crazy. That was one of the weirdest days of my radio career yesterday. You're number one. Whoop, no, you're not. Because people that wear headphones aren't listening to you. They're, listening to They're only listening to NPR. Brad Blanks checks in this morning. Morning, Bradley. Hey, Scott, Patty. I love it, Scott. you got to recount. You know? you got to remember, last week was big for NPR. It was all it was the Jeffrey Tubin incident. Everyone was tuning oh, in. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he worked there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You were tubinized. 
Tubinated. Tugging with tubin. That's what got me. I don't know how they count it. Do they like run over and pull your headphones off and listen to what you're listening to? I'm not sure how they count. Who knows? (laughs) I got tugged by tubin. That's a deal. Christmas! The big show is on. With the 2020 Year End Spectacular, the best, the best, and the waste of 2020. I like her karaoke show. I love her stuff. She comes on. You know what I thought about last night? What did you think about? I find, do you know her? You have any connections with Kelly Clarkson? Best friends. (laughs) No, I don't know her. I don't know how to get a hold of her. How would I know her? I don't know how to get a hold of her now. She's got a TV show. You're Scott Shannon. You could reach out. I don't think so. Well, anyway, what I was thinking, I was talking to this guy last night who uh, is a friend of Joan Jett's. In fact, he manages her. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if she sang, I hate myself for loving you? I hate myself for loving you. Wouldn't it be great? You got to call her up. What do you think, Dino? I would love it. Tell her you're the number two morning guy in uh, New York City. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not coming on the number two. Call me when you're number one. I'm going on NPR. I'm going to go on NPR and do karaoke. (laughs) I'm going to do karaoke on him. We have the official karaoke license. So I don't know if she'd get on NPR, but if she could, she would. I just got a note from Sue. I have no idea. No idea of the movie? She didn't know what the movie is. <laughs> okay, well, Pam it. from New Hyde Park knows exactly what movie it is. Hey, Hi, Pam. Pam. That, that was Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> the Listen to her. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord. Yeah, if, I, if I have a party, as soon as this thing's over, I'll have a party at my house and have her over. Uh, no kidding. 7.30 on a rainy morning and she's alive. For entertainment oh purposes. <laughs> Pam, Pam, calm down a little bit now. Okay, okay. Have you been up all night? No, I haven't. I'm just all getting right. ready and I'm going to be at work in, in a half an hour. There you I go. You're the bell of the ball at that place. <laughs> I'll say. All right, Pammy, you got the $50 Amazon gift card. <laughs> That's so wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a great weekend, all right? You too, and happy Halloween. <laughs> She's like Patty. a fun house. Patty, I smell a podcast right there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> 20 minutes of podcast. laughter. Christmas! The big show is on. With the 2020 year-end spectacular, the best, the best, and the worst of 2020. This is not a day when you want to be involved in a traffic accident. No. I live in fear of that. Are there days that you would like to be involved in one? Well, if it's a nice sunny day and somebody uh, A little bump, you, what the heck, right? Yeah, that's not so bad, <laughs> but I live in fear. It happened to me one time when I was uh, working in Atlanta, Georgia. I always dreamed of having a Corvette. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, a guy that I knew, his dad was a big wrestling promoter in the in the Midwest. And you were he so jealous. He'd <laughs> uh, come by my street and I had my bicycle. He'd go, nice ride, Shannon. <laughs> he had his arm outside the Corvette. Had a beautiful. I can see him. I can see it in my mind. Yeah. I can't imagine we're what this guy. We're the same age and I'm riding a Schwinn and he's got a Corvette. I'm going Slick like Slick back hair. He's a hot shot. I get to be a DJ, you jackass. <laughs> so... I always wanted to get, so I finally got a used Corvette, first one. I was a DJ in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, 
on Quixie mm-hmm. and Dixie. That's the name of the station. And I'm going on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's pouring rain. And this lady turns in front of me. Right. On Peachtree Avenue. I'm going back. I went out and got a sandwich. I'm coming back to get on the air. I can't wait. It's a Friday. And it's pouring rain. This lady just po- makes a left turn in front of me. Slams Headed you. for the church parking lot. Mm. And my Corvette hits it. And for some reason, I mean, I knew the car was made out of plastic. Fiberglass, yeah. Fiberglass. But the whole front end just disintegrated. Oh, my it Lord. It was about four or five years. It wasn't old enough to be cool, but it was an older car. Right. And the whole front end's just laying in the street. <laughs> and I Aww, get out of the car. I don't car mean to laugh. And but... I am uh, I'm in a rain's coming down. It's pouring. And I couldn't stop because it was slick. I uttered a few curse words her <gasps> you way. You did? I lost my temper. I'm sorry. I got out. I was crossed between being furious and crying. Was it her fault? First... Totally her yeah, fault? Yeah, she turned right in front of me. I'm uh-huh. going straight. She turned in front of me. Thought she could, you know, get Oh, I there. see. So she was on the other side of you and then turned across. Right. Turned oh, right across. okay. So well, I, and my she deserved those sin- words. <laughs> my car disintegrated, so I uttered, a t- what the f- you think you're like that? So I see the police officer come up. There happened to be a cop going by. And the police officer goes, then he just ignores me in my car and goes, sister, are you all right? <gasps> I went, oh, my God. Did you not see that she was a, a, well, she a nun? Wasn't dressed. She wasn't I didn't well, how know did she he was know? a nun. How did he know? He just knew she her? She is a her driving, and uh-huh. she knows the sister. She oh, okay. patrols that area. And okay. I just got through cursing out of none. I'm going like this. I'm definitely going to hell. <laughs> you think I'm that like, was the first moment you knew you were going to hell? Right there. That was the first <laughs> moment I realized. I swear to God. And the police officer told, and acted like it was my fault. What are you doing running into Sister Mary? I said, <laughs> she pulled right in front of me. And then uh, the cop me... said what? Tough. <laughs> well, let me look into it. And she basically ignored me to make sure the sister was okay. Well, yeah. Was, you know. Yeah, anyway, make sure that's she's why okay. I like that. That's why I'm dry, dry very carefully when it's wrangled. Right. Did this man traumatize you, sister? <laughs> that's about yeah. how she acted. It's two against one. Am I wrong about this, Brad? Is she the hottest bachelorette, in your opinion, or am I just crazy? Oh, uh, not the hottest. Yeah, she's all right. She's good. All right. All right. I thought she's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very that, attractive. Right. What did but Sister the, Mary look like when you ran into her? Was she an attractive nun? No, she was not. <laughs> you don't have to bring that up. She was that a bachelorette, though. You won't give me that. You know what? She was in civvies. How am I supposed to know she didn't have her habit on? That's not my fault. Did you just throw an F-bombs at her, the poor yeah. woman? Well, oh, she Lord. was turning right into the church parking lot there, so I, I guess that's where she worked. All right, Brad, that's it. What's the new bachelorette's name? It, it, the, uh, Ty Shea. Ty, sister Ty Shea. She's beautiful. She's not a she, She's beautiful. Yeah, she she's right, my friend. Happy birthday. A couple of buds of mine, Hank Callum Jr., celebrating his today, and Carl Heinz Muir. Today's his birthday. He's I like that name. Petty. It's very Carl Hans Muir. Carl, he's from Austria. He's something ah, else. Well, there he's you a, go. It's a beautiful He's name. a piece of work. It's funny. <laughs> the first time I uh, ran into him, I said, we were playing golf. I said, should I call you Carl or call you Hines? He says, my name is Carl Hines. That's what you can call me. Carl Hines. He said, if you're from the South, it's like Mary Lou. 
<laughs> I said, okay. That's cute. It made me laugh. If you're from the South, just think of Mary Lou. Carl oh. Hans. <laughs> That's his name. It's the big show year-end spectacular flashback. Checking in on the big show hotline today, the incredible Bradley uh-huh. Scott, Patty, <laughs> how you doing? I hope your Halloween weekend was good. Mine was pretty wild. You know, my my daughters essentially made a YouTube makeup tutorial on my forehead, and, and <laughs> yeah, it, it turned I, me was... into Frankenstein. Well, some people thought I looked like Shrek. That so was very <laughs> confusing look I had, as you can see on it my Instagram. It's yeah. cute. There wasn't a lot of makeup work needed, was there? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, hey, that's nice. That's nice. You know, yeah, a lot of my friends no. in Australia teased me about that as well, Scott. This is an improve, improvement. One person called me Kelsey Grammer as uh, Nelly Dead was one of the lines someone wrote on my Instagram comment. I just mentioned this earlier in the show, mm-hmm. but as you know, Mets fans are very excited. They're beside themselves because Steve Cohen took over as a new owner. And... Um, they said the deal will close in the next 10 days. And they said, then I'm off and running. But here's something kind of different for the Mets. Steve says, I'd love to hear your ideas on how to make your Mets experience better. Wow. That's all, that's all he had to do was open the Twitter lines, man. I got to tell you. <laughs> One guy said, you've, you've already done it by buying the team. Steve goes, nah, we can do more than that. How about that? That's great. The one fan said he was barred from all Mets facilities in 2016 for tweeting about Jeff Wilpon in (laughs) just in poor taste. He said he was banned for life. Wow. Cohen says, we need to fix that. I'll take care of that myself. This guy will be back in there, I'm telling you. Now, the biggest fan on the show here is Louie Louie, who's been a Mets fan since long before I met him. But he, his uh, Little boy. allegiance to the Mets is incredible. Have you taken time to send a tweet to Mr. Cohen yet? Of course I have. I actually photoshopped <laughs> his picture on yeah. the Game of Thrones chair and sent it to him and said he's the new king of New York. So I knew it. Did you ask him what uh, he could do for you? What did you say? Uh, my first request was to make uh, the bobbleheads more available to everybody because the uh, other owners would only give about 15000 away mm-hmm. when the Mets fit about 40000 So right. you have to wait in line for two hours. And, you know, it's hot out, 90 degrees in the middle of the summer. I said, can you just not do that anymore? Can you just make sure we get all our bobbleheads? We'll be happy with that. Have, yeah. have you heard back from him yet? Not yet, not yet. He has about four thousand requests on that Twitter. Oh, okay. I got you. He's working on them, Scott. Yeah, one at a time. Right. I would imagine he's got somebody to screen those out, and then he's gonna he's gonna respond to somebody. Yeah, he's honestly, I don't think so. I think he's gonna look at them himself. He's that. He's such a big fan. This is such a treat for us. He's gonna look at them all. He's got 22,000 followers as of I think Sunday morning. No, it's up to forty. Yeah. Oh, you, it's up to, it went from 2,000 to 40,000 over the weekend. Oh, my wow. God. Yep. He says, my family and I are lifelong Mets fans, so we're very excited about this. You got free agency starting Sunday night, so he's going to have to open up that pocketbook a little bit there. See, the Can't smart wait. thing he did, unlike the Wilpons, he didn't uh, get involved with Bernie Madoff. No. <laughs> Cohen's a little smarter than those people, so he's, I better stay away from that. That's too good to be true. 
He's the richest right. owner in, in all the sports. Yeah. So. Is he really? Yep. Wow. $15 billion, dollars, according wow. to Forbes. By the so time he, he gets through with free agency, that'll be down a billion, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lewis. Good luck getting answered on your tweet there. I'm waiting. I'm just going to keep refreshing until he responds. I'm sure he will. He, listen, he listens. <laughs> you know, he doesn't listen every day, but I do know he listens to the show once in a while. So hopefully he's up and all excited about uh, J-M-E-T-S Mets. And I'm sure something will happen for you. <laughs> Christmas! The big show is on. With the 2020 year-end spectacular, the best, the best, and the worst of 2020. Back to China. I've had them in a couple of stories this morning. A big, uh, famous Chinese tech firm is in uh, hot water. A lot of controversy because they've installed timers above the toilet cubicles to check out how long the staff members are taken in the bathroom. What? Some of them are hiding in there, I guess. It's scary. Or they're on what social I, media. <laughs> no, they're not. I don't think they're on social media. Oh, really? Just <laughs> oh, no. Them. No one ever is on social media in the bathroom. Not, there's no cameras in there. They, right. They have timers. But so funny because it reminded me when I was a kid, I left my home, my parents, when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Even then, I wanted to be on the radio. So I figured, well, I can't do that living in this house. I got to get out of here, get on my own. 17 yeah, be a cool guy. <laughs> I had about $45 in my pocket and an old beat-up car, and bam, off I went. Mm-hmm. So I wind up in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh, big metropolis. I thought, well, I bet, you know what? I bet you I could get a job there. I couldn't even get into a radio station to <laughs> interview. So I thought, you know, I just thought wanting it and wishing and having this passion to do it would get me a job. Sure, sure. Uh, well, it my, does eventually. Not when you're 17, I found out. No, so, but I mean, it's a component of success, that's for sure. Then I realized that unless I do something else at that time, I was going to starve to death. <laughs> and I'd be living in my car. So I found a job at Oscar's Bakery. Okay. I've been there for like 80 years. Mm-hmm. And there was an old... Um, I don't know where he was from. I think he was from like, uh, I'm thinking Poland or somewhere. He had a, like a really, that kind of accent, you know. Eastern European accent. Yeah, yeah. Eastern yeah. European. So I was in there, and I, but the only job that was open was the all-night shift. Mm-hmm. So I had to come to work at midnight. Wow. Can you imagine that, Dino, coming to I, so <laughs> That sounds I'm, crazy. I, I had to go to work that. at midnight and Poor make Dean. the donuts because the people sure. would come. You know, this big, it's a huge bakery, right. but there's only one bathroom in the place. Uh-uh. So, you know, I'd go out, and if anybody that's worked the, uh, the all-night shift, it's hard to have a regular life mm-hmm. where you sleep when you get off or you sleep before you go to work. Right. You know, I'm yeah. out with the, my, some buddies that I met there in Arkansas. So what would happen is I'd take a little break and go in the men's room there. Well, there was a, just one bathroom. Take and out. one night I actually fell asleep <gasps> sitting on the toilet. Did you burn the donuts? <laughs> no, but I heard that. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing there? They're screaming at me. Oscar <laughs> fired me. Aww. I lasted like five months. Aww. I thought you were hiding in there. 
See, he needed a timer. I guess he was a timer yeah, himself. See, you need a timer like the Chinese firm does now. And I was fired at four o'clock in the morning. What do you do? You go Where am I going now? Little, I get my little old beat up blue car and I drive back to the little cabin I was staying in. I'm saying, what the hell did I do to my life? It's the big show year in spectacular. Remembering the high points and low points of 2020. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.